In today's episode, we're diving into the real reasons it's felt impossible to take action on your dream and what you can do today to get one step closer to making your dream a reality. That's coming up next, right here on Stop Doubting Your Dream. Stay tuned. If you have a deep-rooted dream you long to pursue but feel held back by self-doubt, the possibility of failure, and the relentless demands of everyday life, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Jeff Meyer, and I know that taking the leap of faith to make your dream a reality and overcome the seeds of doubt planted by those who say it's too risky can feel overwhelming and discouraging sometimes and cause you to question whether or not your dream is worth pursuing at all. But the truth is, it doesn't have to be an either-or choice. It's possible to pursue your dream without risking your stability or security in the process. And each week on the show, I'm going to show you and give you practical action steps you need to turn your dream into a viable source of income so you can live without regret, reshape your future, and create the meaningful change you want to see in the world, all without leaving your day job. So if you're someone who's ready to stop doubting your dream and start living it, let's dive in. Welcome back. This is episode 55. And if you've been a long time listener, you might have noticed some big changes around here. My team and I have been pouring our heart and soul into this podcast rebrand over the last number of months because we really wanted to make this a place where you can come to get the support, to get the insight and advice you need to make your biggest dream a reality. We think it's crucial for us to rebrand and to restructure the podcast because, well, first of all, we want to tease out some very practical insights uh, that you can activate, that you can take action on, both from the entrepreneurial stories that you've been accustomed to hearing on my uh, original podcast, Move Forward Anyway, but also from some meaningful and life-changing insights from me. We also wanted to build a stronger connection uh, with my listeners. And so this podcast, uh, Stop Doubting Your Dream, will be weekly instead of bi-monthly or monthly episodes has been going on for the last year or so. And then finally, when working really hard uh, to build in some strong call to actions that lead you to not just keep thinking about all this stuff, but to actually take action. We want you to move away from being stuck in the deadly cycle of overthinking. I've seen it time and again in our Dream Accelerator community. Overthinking kills dreams more than anything else. So we want you to take action. Which brings me to what we're going to talk about today in this episode 55. The biggest issue of all, I think, that gets in the way of people pursuing their dreams. Self-doubt. So let me start today in this episode just talking a little bit about my own story. I wanted to think about a time when I allowed uh, doubt to cloud my dream and it really impacted 
uh, who I was and what I was, uh, what I was focusing on. There was a time as a uh, Christian pastor in the last uh, decade or so where I got to a place where I was saying consistently in my head, without really challenging it, something to the effect of this. My voice doesn't matter. No one wants to hear what I have to say. And it plagued me to a point where I actually took a sabbatical from my local uh, ministry here in Madison. I figured maybe the congregation needed a new voice, that my voice didn't matter. No one wanted to hear what I had to say. If you've listened to my Move Forward Anyway podcast, um, you can figure out pretty quickly that I am a Christian pastor. And one of the major roles uh, for me in my ministry as the lead pastor is to preach every week and to be the chief communicator of vision and direction for the congregation and the major a preacher for application of the Word of God. So there came a time in my preaching ministry that because of this voice, that my voice doesn't matter, no one wants to hear what I have to say, I started overly relying on other experts' materials, video series, books, sermon series to shape what we considered on Sundays. I was afraid that what God was leading me to say was not profound enough. And so I actually stopped listening, I guess, to God in some respects, to what he wanted me to share. And I just went straight to what the experts were saying in these video series, books, sermons, series, uh, to shape what I was going to say every Sunday. Doubt fueled my insecurities and actually left me constantly comparing myself to more accomplished communicators. Then there's just one pivotal moment. One of the members of my congregation came to me and lovingly challenged me. She noticed that this was happening. And she lovingly challenged me to trust in what God was giving me to share. And the conversation went something like this. Jeff, you're our leader. God has given you what he wants you to share with us. And then these words. I don't need to hear what someone else says. Whoa. Once the wounded pride dissipated, I was able to consider what she said. So today, a number of years later, I'm not quite as quick to go searching for the expert's quote or the expert's published curriculum. I'm more willing to trust the thought or insight that has been given me to share. Now, it's not perfect. I still struggle with this at some level, uh, but I've grown quite a bit. So a little secret here. One of the major reasons I am rebranding and relaunching my podcast comes from this 
awareness in my own life. In some respects, in my desire to share other stories in what was used to be my Move Forward Anyway podcast, where I just interviewed people, which I love to do. I, I love to hear other people's stories. But in the process of doing that in that podcast, I have neglected my own story. And my coach reminded me that people really do like to hear my perspective. They love to hear my insights. So there's a phrase that actors and comedians use when they come up with a crazy idea. Okay. It's called commit to the bit and underlying it. There's a meaning of go for it. Trust your instincts, go all in as crazy as it might seem to you. Don't hesitate. Well, I'm thankful for that moment when I was confronted by a member of my congregation when I was challenged to find my voice and to trust that God had given it to me to share for the well-being of the people that are around and listen to my voice. Can you relate to my story? You know, the plaguing thoughts maybe that come and they don't come in maybe the same way that they came to me, but they might come in a, in a phrase like, I don't know if I have what it takes. Uh, this has been done before by someone else and better than I could ever do it, so why should I pursue this dream? These are doubt-fueled sentiments. Have you thought them? Have you said them? If you have, I get it. I understand it. And at some level, it's not your fault. <laughs> I've struggled with those doubt-fueled sentiments myself. Let's dive a little deeper today in this episode. And let's, let's talk about some of the symptoms that you're experiencing. As you think about your dream and you think about the history of your dream and maybe the lack of action taking surrounding your dream, the title of this episode is How to Stop Doubting Your Dream. And one of the first places where we can start in this how-to is let's look at the symptoms. Chances are you're here because you have a dream that you want to bring to life, but you feel stuck. Chances are you also are unsure of your own capability, your own capacity, your own potential. You know that you have so much more to offer, but you're not sure how to tap into your potential, even if you wanted to and you made a decision to. Maybe there are other symptoms like you're unsure of what to fix to actually move forward and pursue the dream. You're not sure what to do differently than you've done in the past because this is all you've ever done when it comes to your dream. Maybe you struggle with symptoms like uh, minimizing your self-worth. I see it all the time. The disparaging remarks that leave us with low self-esteem that 
go unchallenged in our thinking. Maybe you're not confident in your ability to make a real impact. Or another familiar symptom I see in the dream pursuit is you're stuck in the cycle of overthinking. Um, Closely related to overthinking is perfectionism. You have to get it all perfectly aligned before you can take the first step. And all of these symptoms, all of these realities that you're struggling with, maybe are leaving you feeling underutilized in the current role that you're living living out. Like the gifts and talents that you have are being wasted working for someone else's dream or just grinding to make a living instead of really living. Maybe you're even, because of these symptoms, feeling resentful toward those out there in the world who are pursuing their dreams and they look like they're doing it with such great success. And you say, why can't that be me? (laughs) We need to go a little bit deeper than just the symptoms. The symptoms help us, just like you'd go to a doctor. The symptoms are not the the, um, diagnosis. The symptoms help the doctor find what is causing the symptoms, right? You don't just treat symptoms. You want to get to the root cause. And so let me ask this. What is the real problem causing those symptoms that you're struggling with in regards to your dream pursuit? I would suggest to you today that the real issue is that none of these things, these symptoms, are the problem. Okay, hear me out on this. Your potential is not the real problem. Your lack of voice or insight, lack of experience is not the real problem. The real problem is self-doubt. Subtle, I know, but the truth is like that. It lurks in the hidden spaces. And once we shine the light on the truth, we can see things for the way they really are. And with that comes freedom. Your lack of experience, insight, vital perspective, understanding of how to is not the real problem. The fact that you doubt is. So think about it for this for, for a while with me. If you're if you're dealing with the symptoms, if you're looking at the symptoms, you've tried to solve the problem in the past. And it hasn't worked. If you're experiencing this, you've likely tried to, let's say, pursue your dream on your own and you stopped because you got some pushback from someone that sparked that self-doubt. And you gave in to the symptom. Not good enough. You don't have what it takes. Why would you do something silly like that? That's risky, right? Things that people tell you all the time when you try to move forward doing something. Maybe you've tried spending lots of time thinking about your dream, journaling about it, writing out plans, but have taken no action because your doubt questions every move 
Is it the right move? Is it the right action to take? How do I know? I've never done this before. And so you stay stuck in the symptom. Perhaps you've tried scouring the internet for free answers on YouTube, Instagram, Google. Maybe you've started a side hustle, but it's never taken, you've never taken full ownership of it as a dream, as a um, money-making venture. Maybe you've just treated it more like a hobby, and so you've never given it a fair shake. Maybe you've even purchased low-ticket online courses on how to start a business, to test the waters, and to see if this dream thing for you could actually work. And you ultimately, oh man, I know this is true because I, I've done it many times, you ultimately didn't finish the course. And you let doubt fuel the symptoms and it got in the way. Which led you to maybe months later taking another course that seemed a little bit more engaging and you didn't finish that either. Maybe you've tried attending free webinars or master classes about online businesses or the various aspects of a business but it really hasn't helped you move forward. Maybe you've tried reading books and listening to <clears throat> uh, podcasts like Stop, Stop Doubting Your Dream or podcasts about building wealth or starting a business to find inspiration and motivation. It, it gave you a quick hit of energy, but it felt ultimately overwhelming by all the info that you took in, so you didn't take any action at all. Maybe you followed online influencers to feel inspired, but instead you just felt worse about yourself because you got caught in the trap of comparing, comparing yourself to others. And as a result, maybe you've been telling yourself things like, people won't be willing to pay for what I have to offer them. I don't know if I have what it takes. I don't have enough time. If I fail, people will judge me. Oh, but then on the other side, if I succeed, people will judge me. I can't afford to invest or spend money on myself to really make this a reality. This dream-killing cocktail that you have kept drinking is not helping you move forward. Can you recognize that? And here's the thing. The dream is relentless. You know, it'd be one thing if you just say, you know what, I'm done with this. I'm not going to pursue it. You shelve it. You throw it in the trash can. You, you let it go. But it won't leave you alone. It keeps coming up. The dream's persistent. And you know what? It's persistent because it's supposed to happen. Your dream must live. There's something in it that applies your unique vision, your unique capacity and understanding and heart to a need in the world that needs to be met problem in the world that needs a solution and you are perfectly perfectly designed 
to bring it to life. The dream is persistent. It's relentless because it's supposed to happen. So what if we would choose as successful dreamers to address the real problem? If we would get below the surface of the symptoms and evaluate and shine the light on what exists just below the symptoms that's fueling them. Can I make a suggestion here? Instead of continuing to do what you've always done that's gotten you the results that you have right now, do this instead. Acknowledge your self-doubt. Don't hide it. Choose to address the real problem. I have a friend who's recently diagnosed with cancer, and when he heard that word, there were a couple days where he felt like minimizing it, saying it couldn't be possible, but the really healing the real healing began when he acknowledged that he had cancer. Acknowledge the cancer of your self-doubt. Say to yourself, okay, the problem is not that people don't want what I have to share. The problem isn't that I don't have enough experience or enough wisdom or intelligence to figure out how to pursue this dream. The problem is not um, that someone else has already done this and they've done it better than me. The problem is not um, that I'm unsure of what to fix or to do differently. You know, you can figure all these things out. Adults learn when they have to. The problem is none of that. The real problem, say it with me, is that I am doubting myself. Did you say it? The real problem is that I'm doubting myself. And here is why this change in approach is so important. If you, if I, if we don't acknowledge our self-doubt, okay, it will stay in the dark and it will continue to spin off all of those symptoms. It will continue to spin off all of those unhelpful thoughts. I want you to think about my friend for a minute. If the doctor didn't discover cancer, and if my friend didn't acknowledge that he had cancer, the symptoms would just continue to get worse as that cancer lingers underneath the surface, fueling the pain and the discomfort that he was feeling. If we don't acknowledge our self-doubt, it's going to stay in the dark. And it's going to continue to spin off all the unhelpful thoughts that get us nowhere. But when self-doubt is acknowledged, there is power to move forward, to address it. So when self-doubt is allowed to go unacknowledged, it's actually empowered to spin off all those unhelpful thoughts, to make excuses. It's empowered to place the focus 
elsewhere outside of itself because it is battling to stay alive in you. Self-doubt is battling to stay alive in you. And the best way to stay alive is to place the focus on something else that isn't the problem. In that regard, self-doubt is the master deflector. So, acknowledge it. Bring it out of the dark. Shine a light on it. Give it an avatar, if you wish. Put it in a chair in your office. Call it out. Personify it. Name it. Then surrender it. Understand that self-doubt is a part of being human. It doesn't make you any less powerful, any less impactful than the next person. Everybody struggles with it. So acknowledge it and then surrender it. Hand it over. Just offer it up. If you're a person of faith, offer it up to God. And then determine to take one step forward. Determine. Make a decision to take a step even if it's the smallest, most insignificant in your mind step, take a step forward. So that's the short answer to the title of this podcast, How to Stop Doubting Your Dream. It's a simple formula, simple but not easy. The simple formula in dealing with self-doubt is acknowledge self-doubt, plus surrender it, plus take action. Okay, so we don't get rid of self-doubt by acknowledging it and then trying to remove it. We get rid of self-doubt by acknowledging it, saying, yep, I'm struggling with this. I'm going to surrender it. And the way we get out of it, the way we neuter its power is we take action. We t and in doing so, we take away its destructive power to keep us not acting, to keep us overthinking or trying to process all of these negative thoughts. Just let them lie. Acknowledge the real problem. Surrender it. And take a step forward. All right, that's it for today. I want to thank you so much for joining us today for another episode of Stop Doubting Your Dream. If you want to take the next step in bringing your dream to life, I would encourage you to go and download my Subdue Self-Doubt Playbook, where I map this out a little bit more clearly for you on paper, give you some exercises. Uh, it's free. And uh, I want to offer it to you because I really believe your dream must live. All right. So go to the show notes and download my subdue self-doubt playbook. And if you like the show today, if you like the new approach, um, sharing some of my insights, and don't worry, we're going to continue having interviews with great entrepreneurs and learn from their stories as well. But if you like the show, would you share this episode with a friend? Might help them also understand the real problem. 
and help them move forward and stop doubting their dream. All right, next week on the show, I'm going to walk you through my exact 90-day framework to help you clarify your dream. This is the process I take my clients through to help them get clear on what's involved in the pursuit of their dream so that they can stop putting it off and start taking small daily action steps to bring it to life. So join me back here next week. And until then, this is Jeff, your dream architect. Let's trust our dreams have been given to us. The journey toward our dream begins with a single step. So take action today. Your dream must live.